Yo, yo. All right. We are live. So, this is the Get Your Stone Productions podcast, episode 46. Uh, we are a podcast covering all things related to music production from the first note to the last fan and everything in between. We create music constantly and inspire others to do the same. Every episode is a bit live business meeting between me and Dan, and we build as we build this media empire right before your very eyes and ears. My name's Keith. And my name's Daniel. I think we have to change that intro a little bit so that we can say our names. Yeah. Not and then not having said the say the names. You yeah. Know? Okay. So like so, be like. You know, just yeah. We create. Uh, my name's Keith. Oh, you know what? We should say our names in between that little line. This is yeah, a what live business like, uh, everybody, Same uh, podcast yeah. number 46, it's XYZ, um, my name's Keith, and you know what, you, you could just introduce me. I got it. Well, you know what, because I did, I just, I just put, did. I just put a little note yeah. into the, the intro verbiage. Yeah where I say the thing about the podcast covering all the things, blah, blah, blah. And then I put, we say our names here. Then we move on, right? So every episode is a business, a live business meeting, so to speak. So that's why you're hearing us discuss this. (laughs) That's right. You know, we're just insane that way. Yep. So uh, first thing we always do is plug something. That's right. Um, let's plug Reverb, right? Yeah, you know what? Uh, this is a great this is a great segue here, or a great like sidebar to this, because um, yeah. we are um, affiliates with Reverb.com, and um, if you're looking to buy, you know, any music equipment, anything for your studio or for your instruments, rehearsals, whatnot, um, go on Reverb.com, and um, it's a big database of shops around the country, um, and it's definitely a little more interesting and rewarding. Um, you know, than going to like guitar, a uh, big box store, because um, you find some interesting stuff out there, and you're dealing with some smaller shops. Um, I personally have a pedal that I need to sell. Um, it's a bit of a collector's item. Um, I bought this Fuzz Face pedal hmm. uh, about ten years ago. It's an Eric Johnson signature model. And uh, apparently they only made it for like five years, and it's a high-end pedal, and it's increasing in value. Um, and I tried putting it on Facebook mar- Marketplace, but um, I think I'm going to have to go national to like get this sold. Hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, so, but anyway, that's as a side note. I think I'm going to use Reverb.com well, to try and sell this. Why not? What, how much are you trying to sell it for? Or do you, um, you want to well, pay, or what question. is it worth? The, the market value is about $350. Um, Wait, about, if you so it, tell me do you, if you send me the specs, I know a yeah. guy. Okay. So, but yeah. let's do that off the air. Yep, I will. Um, I will. Before I will you list it, because yep. if it is like a, I may know someone or so know someone who knows someone. It's another. That's great. It's a, <laughs> incidentally, it's another guy who has a music-related podcast. Nice. But he nice. focuses well, this on, is a great pedal. It's in pristine yeah. condition. It's been used for no more than an hour total. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's just it's it's and it's sweet. It's sweet. So as someone who who is a fuzz um, connoisseur, knows their stuff, is going to love this pedal. Does it have a germanium transistor? It does. Hand picked hand picked transistor. No AC. Only battery powered. There's no plug. Oh. 
can only run off batteries. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. If I had the money to spend, I would buy it, but it is. I have no business. No, this is, this is, yeah, this is, yeah. So anyway, um, but yes, but y'all, we're affiliates with Freeverb. So you click on the links we provide, go on there, buy what you're going to buy anyway, and we get a cut. It doesn't cost you any more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you'd be supporting our website, you know, supporting two local businesses at once, who you buy from and us. Um, That's true. So I can't recommend it enough. Check out Reverb.com. Go there. You'll love it. Yeah, it's it's a great site. Also, really if you is. if you sign up, if you don't yet have a Reverb um, login, uh-huh. the sign first time sign up is actually the biggest commission we can earn. I think it's like five bucks or something. Actually, so I shouldn't say that. It's not the biggest commission we could earn. The biggest commission you we could earn is if you buy like a 1958 all original Stratocaster for like a hundred grand. Yeah, do that. I think, you know, that do might that. be something, right? Do that. But, but if you but, look, um, you know how it is to sign up for sites, yeah. y'all. You just go on, you gotta, you know, yeah. you enter your information. It's just standard stuff, you know. But like I, like Keith said, do it through our link, and that'll be a huge help to us. And then it doesn't cost you anything. Yep, a little bit of time, you know. But hey. Yeah, and thanks for li- that's our show. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we were um, we're a little short on time today. We're going to do a shorter podcast instead of rambling for forty five minutes about shoelaces. Instead um, of rambling, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, you know, we we, you know, it's better to keep momentum going on things, as, as, you know, for cre- with creative projects or any any projects really. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get in here, and uh, today we've been talking, uh, going over this this great book. Um, 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 the title is uh, Unlocking, Unlocking Creativity, Creativity. Um, by Michael Beinhorn. Michael Beinhorn. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna put that down for this podcast, and we're just gonna geek out about music for a little bit, touch base on on what we've been doing. Yeah. Um, so actually, you know, we yeah. had discussed this a while back. Because remember, before we were doing every episode, we were doing personal musical updates. Mm-hmm. And now, and then we stopped, and then we started doing the book reviews, and we stopped doing personal musical updates. Right. But now, maybe every once in a while, we should just do the personal musical update as yeah, a standalone show. Yeah, I like show. that idea. I like that idea. We're just figuring it out yeah. as we go, people. Yeah. So personal musical updates. Um, yeah, what's up with you? Why don't you go first? Why don't you... Uh, all right, I'll go first. I did have something I wanted to tell you. Yeah. And actually, you I've been sort of trolling you and Raj a yeah. little bit on Facebook, so it's not news. It's not new news. But my personal musical update is I uh, I got it in my head. I've always had this dream of wanting to be able to play jazz, even when we were in college and we played jazz ostensibly. Um, we played jazz for years, but I always sucked. I still suck at jazz. So I got it in my head that I was going to start learning jazz, and, and I've been doing this on this the the YouTube channel that I've been referring to as our uh, our research and development arm, <laughs> the research and yeah. development arm, mm-hmm. or it's a it's an experimental channel. Essentially, it's it's Oliver. It's called Oliver's Musical Genius, which is the name of my high school band, and. Um, I've been just doing videos. Basically, every minute of practicing that I do is on that channel. At least every minute that of practicing that I've done for the past six months mm-hmm. to a year, maybe, 
is on that channel. I love how horrified Raj is at at that concept. (laughs) Raj's like, I'd like to do something a little bit more polished. I'm like, what? No, no, I mean, like, showing your your practicing to people. He's horrified. I couldn't couldn't show people that. (laughs) It's like, like, I want to get it right. taking a dump or something. Private. <laughs> I don't know why I'm insane like this. I don't know. I'm just maybe I've gone off the deep end. But um, but I um, I so I sent you, I I I have a guitar teacher now. I take a guitar lesson every six weeks with this guy Jordan Clemens. I'll put a link. He runs yeah. a thing called the New York City Jazz Master Class or something like that. Mm-hmm. He also has something called Triad Studies. He's a he's a jazz guy. He's really cool. Um, he's a great guy. He's a very chill dude, and he's a great teacher. And he and I have been on bar. You know, it's like you know you 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 hire a guitar teacher, and then all of a sudden it's like they have a big agenda. He has had no agenda with me. So my last lesson, I really thanked him for going on some insane journey with me because what we've done is r- arranged one of my songs, which is a rock and roll song. And a relatively simple, harmonically speaking, rock and roll song, although yeah. it does have, like, you know, more chords than the average rock song, I suppose. Um, just, like, one more chord than the average rock song. We arranged that song for solo jazz guitar together. It took about five lessons. Mm. And it took many hours of practicing. I actually did all the practicing, the arranging of that song. All the practicing is on that that channel I just mentioned. There's roughly 60 or 70 videos of me practicing that song and arranging it in real time. So, you know, whatever that is, 10 hours, um, more or less. Um, but we, but I finished it, and I'm pretty happy with the results. I need to practice it more, but I'm pretty happy with the overall arrangement. And then what I wanted to tell you is that the last part of the project was that I wanted to arrange it for, um, for like, uh, I wanted to do one last tweak to it and arrange it, uh, arrange the chords in like a bebop fashion. And we did that in the very last lesson. So, Dan, you'll, like, you played on what is essentially the original version. Yeah. It's the Handshake album. This, the original version of that song is on the Handshake album. It's a rock and roll, pop rock, pop punk, maybe. Yeah. Right? Something like that. It's essentially a pop punk song. It. This is, I have um, plugged in the chords that me and Jordan worked out into iReal Pro, and it sounds insane. <laughs> it sounds okay. like a legit bebop song. It sounds like, I mean, it, it actually, and so this is what, I, I couldn't even remember why I brought this up, but the reason I brought it up is it's so weird. Because Jordan and I were like looking at this, we were, we didn't know what was going to happen when we just set out to try to put the rock song, squeeze the rock song into the jazz, like squeeze a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. We didn't know what was going to happen. <clears throat> but then what we found out was that my original song, the harmonic, structure of the original song was remarkably similar to the first eight bars of a minor of a bird blues. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
so the bird blues is like it's a blues form but it has a lot of like major functional harmony in it mm-hmm. and he was just like we looked at after we started arranging it we we're like wait a minute this is just the bird blues. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know it's sort of like and then we just had this moment where we we're looking at each other like you know there is like this weird like uh congruence in all music yes you know where it's like you don't realize that like margaret is basically just an eight bar bird blues with a, with a with a bridge that goes to the four and then goes to minor again you know it's sort of like i there might even be a jazz form out there somewhere that it's actually the same cuz he was saying like it reminded him of another minor tune i can't remember what it was but it was just like uh, i can't i wish i could put this into words but it's like there's like this like continuum there's a compositional continuum where like on the simple end of things is like rock or punk or something or folk music yeah and and the same like the 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 more complex like if you get more and more and more complex to it yeah it's almost like going into like a fractal geometry thing where it's like it's like it's the same thing but more complicated am i making sense yeah anyway it was just a weird moment <laughs> it was like holy that's, shit that's really I, cool yeah i want to play it for you I, I i can't play over it really because it's like really true bebop it's like a chord of measure it's two chords of measure so it's really challenging to play over but it's really beboppy, but it's also like that song. So it's like weird. It's like it's dressed up, you know, in a costume. That's really great that that whole, but that whole journey, like, um, that led to those that epiphany. You know I know I mean? it, was like, it was six lessons, I think, overall. Yeah. Five lessons to do the solo thing, but then the sixth lesson was all culminated. But we're going to do it again with another song. Nice. So, yeah, just that's that's my musical update. I was psyched. I was listening to it over and over. I plugged it all into iReal Pro just so I can hear it, you know, hear the form of it. Yeah. You know, over and over again. And I was just kind of, I don't know. It was just fun hearing it in a very different way. So that's my update. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, a, my that's, update. that's really cool. Yeah. That's more uh, more substantial than my update, which is uh, more on the uh, the, the uh, equipment end of things. Oh yeah. Well, actually, um, before you start your update, yeah. I feel like this is something that I we sort of regretted a bunch of times, but it was like every time we sit down, you and I to chat, mm-hmm. we bullshit for like five minutes or ten minutes about personal stuff, and then we spend thirty minutes to an hour talking about music related stuff. <laughs> and it's like every time. We talk. I feel like I always ask you how your band's doing. Yeah. And by the time we're done talking about it, I'm like, we should have just recorded that because that was a podcast. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's and uh, that's a good well, – we should do that. We should have be like, how are our bands doing? How are our projects doing? Talk about that. Yeah. But um, uh, this – and it's related to the band. Um, I, uh, I, um, <clears throat> I used to have a pedal board. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I first used it, really got it going when we were touring and gigging regularly in the Whiz Bang. And yep. then the, it, it was, uh, 
Um, after that, I went to the Mortarist thing where I was just like, I don't need pedals for my bass. Nothing I was playing really needed pedals. I've got such a sweet amp. Um, and then I, I kept my pedal board, and then I, it was reborn as a, as a guitar pedal board. I got really nerded out on get electric guitar for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm, now I'm selling some of that. So I ended up selling my pedal board and stuff to my, I was in a band with a guitarist, and he, he's a great guy, but he had the whole, like, you know, the pedals on the floor, like, plugging them all in and, like, setting them up each for her. So I'm like, I was like, bro, you're a grown-ass man. Like, what are you doing? I am not going. I'm not. I'm not going on stage with, with you like that. Yeah, I was. I was that kid for a long time. <laughs> I, 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 is this my own thing? I'm a little OCD. Like tangled chords and like disorganized stuff just totally triggers me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, you're using the same stuff every time. Like just set it up right. Oh well, I'm gonna do. That. I was like, no, no, no. They sell these things. It's already done. <laughs> it's established that you don't do it that way. You do it this way. Oh, but blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Oh, but I'm going to get a piece of plank wood and blah, blah. I was like, no, stop. Just stop. Yeah. It's a voodoo power supply. You know, zip tie it to the bottom. Put your thing on the pedal board. And when you get to the gig, you just plug it in. Anyway, virtues of pedal boards. We all know. So anyway, um, but now it's like, oh, I need guitar pedals again because I'm bass pedals again because playing this like electronica style fusion crossover thing happening mm-hmm. and like I want to get an octaver pedal again maybe a drive pedal not nothing too crazy um so I'm looking into right now I'm saving up trying to sell some of my old guitar pedals like the, the fuzz pedal I mentioned and you know get an octaver pedal um, I I use that on a few of the Whizbang recordings like bad omens and stuff Oh, that's not like you can hear it on there. It kind of gets a keyboard sound. Um, so I'm looking at two pedals right now. Got the uh, the one I had before, which I'm thinking of getting again. Is a Swedish brand called EBS. Um, uh, wait, e- and e- do you know what it stands for? Uh, I've heard of EBS. No. Um, yeah, EBS. Well, you know, they're just sort of like oh, boutique. They're not like crazy. Um, and you so you had sort a, of like a purist. Did you um, have an octave pedal when we were whizzing? Pedal. And then I'm trying to remember the name of this, this other pedal. That's like, um, I didn't want to get like the the pogs, or you know, they they sell all the harmonic stuff. I've never been a huge fan, to be perfectly honest. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I had the Pog for a while, and I can tell you it's an amazing pedal in terms of the sound. Um, It does all the things that you want a pedal like that to do, like the the clarity tracking. Yeah. I mean, I think it's analog, so there shouldn't be a tracking issue, but there's like – it's just like like for what it is, it's a great sound. I've heard – that the bass pog, I've actually heard, I think I've heard that the regular pog works great on bass. Um, and I think I've heard that the bass pog is phenomenally good too. Um, but if you're not a fan of electroharmonics, that's fine. Um, I but, think um, it's the MX 
our M288 base octave deluxe yeah. is the other one. And I'm actually looking at one right now on Reaper.com. Yeah. $99. Um, so for me, the the most important things are going to be really good tracking, really fast tracking. Mm-hmm. And um, if I can get one that has a little bit of grip or drive built into it, that would be awesome. The EBS does. The EBS is like super purist, super tight tracking, super clear base. That's kind of where I'm leading, um, kind of leaning. Yeah. For that. Um, but uh, and it's not a huge, hugely exciting musical update, but it's sort of, you know, it's sort of like um, revisiting an old, older chapter. You know, it's like I had all the stuff, I sold it, and I was like, oh, I'm back to that again. <laughs> totally. sort of like that full full circle thing. Uh, it's not like I'm kicking myself for selling that here because it's like a lifetime ago, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, I think I always think about like I think about bass pay, bass players need something different out of their pedals mm-hmm. than guitar players, you know, because a lot of times the issue is like guitar players, you know, if you have a pedal that changes your sound like it just completely obliterates the original sound and there's almost no like it's the the new sound resembles in no way the dry sound that's yeah. not the worst thing in the world for a guitar player mm-hmm. but for a bass player it's like you have a foundational role in the music so yes. the like uh, from what i've been listening to and actually i've just been listening to um the Guitar Nerds podcast, and they have a bass feature podcast once in a while, and they always talk about the gear, and it's like bass gear. It's like the considerations are different, so different because it's, it's like that's a really good point. Yeah, like you fulfill a different role. Yeah, you know? I think it's because it might be like the proximity or like the part you're part of the rhythm section. Yeah. Um, so it elimin- not eliminates, but it sort of like a lot of the effects that are a lot of fun to play with, you know, on for vocals or guitar, like your delays, yes, and stuff like that. They're not gonna, they're not really gonna serve you well. Yeah. Um, all the ambience stuff, like you just, you just can't. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely into, <clears throat> I'm definitely into like um. Just like get, I, it's like effects. Like you, we, you and I have had this conversation so many times. Yeah. Like I'm not really into effects either. Um, I've always just like gone, and I, you know I haven't been focused too much on my sound anyway. Also, but I tend to just plug right into the amp half the time, or like have like a little dirt pedal or something. Yes, and it actually wasn't until. Whizbang, and it wasn't because I was interested in. It. I think Whizbang, we were just we just so we're so hot and heavy for a while that it was like I just accumulated effects. Yeah, like out of just because of the exposure to playing music so frequently, mm-hmm. you know, and then started working them into my rig. But if it wasn't for that band, I think I probably would not have ever expanded. Um too much and and it's like <laughs> sort of a it's a blind spot for me i know i know it you is. know I, I, just, are, I remember we were playing yeah. i was at electricity or something uh uh we were working on our demo 
Yeah. And I'm like, so uh, I was like, Keith, what? Why that tone? You're like, well, that's <laughs> what it was there when I plugged in. I'm like, yeah, but like, why? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I was like, I was like, the, the quality of the drive. Don't you hear that? It's like, it, it sounds like grainy or crunchy. You're like, no, it's 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 just what it is. Just distortion. I'm like, ah, <laughs> it was this whole thing. You're, you're just like the blind spot. You're just like, I don't really think about it. It's just it's yeah. clean or it's not clean. This is not clean. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but that's when I realized at that point that I knew what I wanted to hear but knew nothing about how to achieve it. Yes. Nothing about how to achieve it. And then that was a whole gigantic rabbit hole. Yeah. Of, um, oh, it took me a long time, many trials and tribulations to realize that, like, like, like distortion pedal, distortion pedals are actually kind of, sometimes kind of not great at all. It's like yeah. a tube amp. You want, to just, you want the amp to be distorting, and you use your drive pedals to push the tubes. And, like, right. that, you let the tubes do the heavy lifting for the distortion. Mm-hmm. And it's like that sounds like creamy, this like orgasmic sounding. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I see. Um, but anyway, that's about any I don't know, person, personal thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but so yeah, so I'm rebuilding. I'm kind of rebuilding my rig a little bit. And uh, what's nice about going through the whole process again is I've learned so much over the years. You know, uh, I yeah. just, I just know I know what to do now. And, it's uh, totally fun to buy like get gear. <laughs> it, it totally is, and um, but uh, you know, there's like there's just the buying the gear for the sake of buying stuff. This is very much a purpose, you know. And now I have like a lifetime of experience. I know what to do. Yeah. Know what to do. So yeah, that's, I, that's what I'm checking on that. You know, so that's my musical check-in and like touching back on like that's why I'm selling the thing. Looking forward to. Uh, Selling them, you're getting some cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's just like just to reiterate, also, yeah. we, you know, this this podcast we've been doing, we just like have had a musical check in in a sense, but yeah. just to confirm, you, you're building you get your rig because you have this cool band. Yes. That is relatively new, like what six months. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, element one fifteen. Yeah. Um, and I was approached by finding these guys on Craigslist because I just wanted a project. And they said, oh, a live tronica. It's going to like electronic music, but play live. And I, at first I thought that the two guys founding it were like super, like that they had worked together a lot and had this concept going. But once I joined, I realized that they really just like brainstormed it and just like come up with it. And like that was it. Like I was on the ground floor <laughs> with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they didn't know how to do it. And like, you know what I mean? Like, so we've been learning together. And um, you had said, and we, we had a guitar, so we let go. And you had mentioned the other day, like, it's going to be like two steps forward, one step back. And at first we were excited, our new sound, just the three of us. And then all of a sudden we kind of like, we had a couple of those like awkward rehearsals. It was like, this isn't really sounding right. But then we had, mm-hmm. another, we had more break. We just had to like relearn. And so we've, and the past couple of rehearsals have been very, very encouraging. We've started to really start to communicate musically with each other mm. and starting to develop our jam. Like, 
we have a lot of experience playing rock, like jamming and improvising the rock jam style, and also um, the drummers uh, a lot of experience playing jazz. Mm-hmm. So a lot of improv- improvisation, but like building up a jam electronically in that ele- electronically building up a improv section in the genre of electronic music, the way a DJ would bring in layers. Mm-hmm. It's very different than a group of musicians would play an improv section. Mm-hmm. So we're relearning how, like, okay, like, here's the form, and the form, this is where our established part where we're going to be doing our improvisation. You know, we have our tone center, and we'd start, and then we'd start playing, but it would end up kind of sounding just like a jam band. And we're like, that's cool, but not what we are trying to do. Mm-hmm. So we had to really just keep breaking it down, keep listening to our thing, like coming up with ideas, like how do we communicate this? Like we know we're trying to hear, how do we do this? And I kept, and I just, I realized like less and playing less and less and less on my bass. till I was like, oh, I think like the kind of bass line that drops in like a, a DJ would drop. Like it wouldn't even come in for a while anyway. Like, mm-hmm. all the layers come in, you know, like, the heavy bass and drums are, like, one of the last layers to come in. Mm-hmm. And then, so, we tried that. It was, like, just dropping out. And then I was, like, oh, I just dropped out. All the energy's got to three-piece. And the drummer's, like, no, now I'm, like, off by myself. Like, this doesn't <laughs> work either. You know what I mean? So then we, we just had to figure out how to structure technically how to do that. Mm-hmm. And... um so, you know, just, you know, the nitty-gritty is we just realized, oh, well, we keep, we keep the vamp going for a little bit with everyone in, and then we subtract the parts. Mm. And then, and then, and kind of play minimally. And then we're at, like, a new baseline. I mean, a new, like, level. Mm-hmm. It's brought down, but, like, we've, we've... Anyway, it's a matter of timing and phrasing and, like, the length of things. And uh, mm-hmm. like a lot of DJs and stuff will really let something repeat a lot longer than a lot of DJs would like want to do, you know, intuitively. Yes. And I was like, is this dumb? Am I playing dumb right now? But I'm like, no, I just am serving the song in the genre. I don't have to do much. It's okay. Mm. I don't have anything to prove. I like, just feel that I'm just playing like literally one or two notes in a minimal pattern, but like that is the genre. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Letting a lot, the higher range stuff, percussive elements and the textures and the arpeggiator and the keyboards, like letting them do the complexity. And like I'm in the background. Mm-hmm. And I'm just providing a sort of warm like bass down there. You know, mm-hmm. not the way a three-piece jazz ensemble or three-piece jazz rock fusion where everyone's just like balled out, you know, just, just like interlocking insanity, you know, and that's fun. That's not what we're doing. So it's been great. It sounds fun. Great. Yeah, it is fun. And it's just, it's a totally new territory for all three of us. And, and it's, it's been a very rewarding process to like try something so new, you know, so that's, that's where the band is. Uh, we have, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so we're working on like recording demo-ish stuff, you know, so that we can maybe bring in a fourth member, so that we can put material on our website, you know, so people. Oh, you have a website? 
Uh, yeah, it's great. Oh, it's great. It looks like oh, oh, yeah. it's totally retro. We have to I'll, put the link in. Yeah, we do have to put the link I'll get you the link. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's totally retro. It looks like a GeoCities, like, late 90s website. It's awesome. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's stylistically, I love that, too. <laughs> yeah, because it purpose, means, like, really none fun. of us are web designers. Like, we can't even anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> like, two birds at once. Cool. Yeah. Hey, so guess what? We, this is our first. We, we this is our first attempt mm-hmm. at doing a personal musical update, and we are basically just at time now. Great, awesome. It was perfect Great timing. Hey, yes, we did it. We did it, bro. Cool, awesome. man. That was fun. It was fun. I'm glad yeah. we did it and checked in. So, um, yeah, how do we wrap this up again? Uh, hit like, like and subscribe. subscribe. You know what I mean. Like and subscribe. Leave a rating and review if you want yeah. to troll us. Troll don't forget us. to use our. Uh, don't forget to click the links. Check out Dan's band. Um, I'll include a link to the YouTube channel if people want to check out My Insanity, um, and then use the affiliate link if you feel uh, like you want to take an extra few minutes out of your day to help All us right. out. That's great. And thank you to everyone who has already done that. Actually, because believe it or not, we do have like the slightest bit of revenue through that affiliate link. Yeah, I think, um, so. I think we built up about fourteen or fifteen dollars all in. So you know, it's nowhere near the cost of maintaining our website or <laughs> or the podcast distributor, but it's a start. It's a start. That's you right. never know. That's yeah. All right. So all right, dude. All right, all right. Nice chat. All right. Till the next time, everybody. Next Keep time, practicing. Always. Keep playing music. Yeah. See ya.